Welcome to AO On Air. This is a podcast from ActiveOps, allowing us to present you topics ranging from operations management, leadership, technology, and new innovations. Check out all our episodes on YouTube channel AOTV or with your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple or Spotify. Now let's begin. Hello and welcome to AO On Air, a podcast from ActiveOps. Today we've got a fun set of guests. We're going to have three guests, which is a first for us on on one episode. Our, our product managers, Ian Carter, Phil Moody, and Peter Craig are joining us, and I'll let them introduce themselves in just a moment. We're going to talk a little bit about the products that they represent, as well as upcoming events for ActiveOps. So let's get started with introductions. Uh, Peter, let's start with you. Thanks, Michael. Um, hi, and um, my name is Peter Craig, as, as you mentioned. So, product manager here at uh, ActiveOps. Uh, been with the company about ten years now, and spent about ten years in ops prior to that. So, um, I do have that background. Uh, my passion's very much about um, technology and operations, but also people and uh, and how the technology can can enable people to in, in improve their lives and also the uh, the outcomes of the uh, operations that they manage. Excellent. Thank you, Peter. And I think you're in France today, so we're going to give it a little international flavor and shout out. Phil, why don't we go to you next? Yeah, so uh, Phil Moody, I'm not as old as Peter, so I've only been with ActiveOps for five years. Uh, prior to being at ActiveOps, I worked in uh, worked in banking for 14 years. Um, from my point of view, I, I represent and look after a product called WorkIQ, um, which very much helps uh, kind of simplify the running of uh, business operations. Um, and outside of uh, outside of work, a real passion for rugby. So that's where you find me. Ah, rugby. There you go. All right, let's go over to you, Ian. How about you? Hi, Ian Carter. I've been back to Ops for over fifteen years. Um, so the the oldest of the group. Um, so I'm Carter. Granddad Carter. Granddad Carter, indeed. So I look after a product called Control IQ, um, and I also head up our Insight Innovation team. Uh, which are all you know, busy creating the kind of the next prototypes for parts of our product set. Um, outside of outside of work, I can be mainly found running up mountains and things like that. So, um, yeah, looking for isolation, I think. Just little things like that. Well, thank you, thank you all for the introductions. And why don't we jump into the products a little bit? Um, uh, each of you mentioned a product, uh, Casework IQ, Control IQ, and Work IQ are respective product lines, and we have a product management team that looks after each product, and then as a whole, you have an overall product strategy, et cetera. So let's let's get started on just maybe a short summary of each product. Phil, since uh, Ian and Peter have been on the podcast before, let's start with you as the new guy. Oh, thanks so much. Very happy to go first. So uh, Work IQ is an automated enterprise-wide workforce intelligence um, system which provides really great insight across the hybrid workforce. Essentially, it gives you visibility of how time is being spent and how outcomes are being achieved, regardless of where and when people are working. And what it really gives you is that balance of performance insight, but also the balance around well-being as well. So you can really understand how your workforce is um, performing at any given moment and really give you some really interesting insight both from pre-built kind of dashboards and also fully customizable reporting and provide you insight into application usage and monitoring and give you insight around automated tracking of activity completion and durations. So it's a really, really clever, really, really neat tool, really, really simple to roll out. um, And I'm really passionate about uh, kind of looking after it. 
Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much for that. That was Work IQ. Uh, Peter, let's go to you next because Casework IQ is, I guess, the, the, the newest of the three products in the sense we released it, I think, in May or June of this past, past, past year. That's right. Although having said that, I don't want to steal Ian's thunder because uh, there's a lot of synergy between Control IQ and Casework IQ. So I wonder whether or not I might pass the buck on this one to begin with um, to, to Ian and and, uh, and then I'll follow up with the Casework IQ world. Sure. Ian, sure. you, want to, you, want, you want that gracious introduction? I, I, I'll, I'll take it. So um, to Control IQ, um, at its heart, it's all about helping organisations and enterprises uh, share and collaborate and optimize each and every week so it's a system that helps people plan for the short term identify opportunities to uh, to do even more work or to upskill individuals and then allows them to track performance against plan um, in addition to that because it's tracking how much work people are doing you get a rich range of reports that can be used to help organizations manage individual performance and, uh, and, and and insight into overall effectiveness of, of of their teams and of their people. Excellent, excellent. So now, Peter, are you ready? Right then, why not? So it's basically everything that Ian said there in terms of all the richness that ActiveOps offers through the Casework IQ world in terms of technology, but also uh, that management process automation that's embedded within there to drive those good behaviours. Um, but Casework IQ, as it says on the tin, specifically applies to caseworking environments. Um, and you ask why the difference may be, well, the caseworking world is, is a far more complex one um, in terms of understanding the amount of effort, um, when that effort's required, and also the type of, of resource required. It's a lot more challenging. And so we've listened to the market and uh, created this new offering, as you said, that's just come out called Casework IQ that that works specifically for that environment. Excellent, excellent. So when we when we kind of go go around and hear the three of you, I heard forecasting and planning. I heard Ian mentioned skills and upskilling and and managing skills. And Phil mentioned hybrid work and and application usage. And then of course casework that you just mentioned and a different type of worker in that perspective. Maybe uh, if each of you could just give us a use case where Control IQ, Work IQ, and Casework IQ has been used. I mean, Ian, you want to maybe give us a start there. Yeah, sure. So, um, so most customers who, who use Control IQ um, buy us initially for a performance uplift. Um, so, what we typically see is over a nine to twelve month period, performance improves by about twelve to fifteen percent um, by organisations breaking down the silos between between teams. Um, so, before customers use control IQ, what we typically see is performance varies with the amount of work that's coming in. So on busy days, people either step up to the mark and, and get the work done, maybe at the risk of quality uh, um, or, or, or kind of rushing through work. And on quieter days, they kind of they take the effort off slightly off the gas um, so that, you know, to recover from those, from those hectic days. In an environment that's using control IQ, we get teams and departments to predict forward to next week, next month, next year, and see when these peaks of work, these troughs of work occur, so that teams and departments can move resources and move people from one place to another. So that then allows people to utilise their time a lot more efficiently, give them choice about how they're going to use their, their capacity, 
and actually find the time within completing their normal day-to-day -day work to carry out, I guess, additional projects, additional improvement initiatives, different upskilling activities, so that each and every day, people, teams, departments get better and better. Excellent. That's good. That's a good use case. And, and Peter, I, I'm guessing building on that, you, you mentioned in your intro that it's a different type of worker. So maybe you can enlighten us a little bit. Absolutely. And, um, you know, in terms of use case here, um, we, we've just done some work with the big global bank. Um, and in terms of uh, their, their world, that there was a financial crime area. Um, they had some huge backlogs. Um, and they were getting severely fined. We're talking the hundreds of millions of pounds in terms of, you know, just a particular fine, for instance. Um, and, and their challenge was the fact that, that that world is a lot more complex. So rather than just having a, a transactional activity that, that they might complete, uh, the nature of the work, it's, it's things that may get done over days, weeks, months, multiple people might touch them, multiple different skills may be employed, different um, workflow systems may, may be uh, part of that too. And the challenge is you know having the right visibility um and then the process in play to actually execute um those plans and and that's what the the casework iq technology provides um so we've given that ability to address those backlogs to make them safe in terms of their slas but alongside doing that also improve the performance and, and this particular bank that just just mentioned uh, had a pot productivity improvement of 22 percent from the from the point of bringing in casework iq so a real, real success story there Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. And so, Phil, uh, how about for WorkIQ? Do you have a particular use case in mind? Yeah, so, so WorkIQ will deliver immediate upticks just in regards to productivity performance. So across our, across our customers, we would be seeing within the first uh, kind of four weeks of a rollout, be seeing anything between a 5 to 10% uplift in productivity, which ultimately has been a, uh, a critical reason as, as why a number of customers have, have um brought in ourselves to help. To look at specific examples, so with working from home becoming a, a, a kind of a much more regular piece, um, having that visible data has been really, really key and really, really critical. Um, and a particular bank that we have been working with um, have been very much focusing the data and the wellness reporting that we have built in to understand when people are essentially overworking and actually be able to simply spot the the teams in the areas that are essentially overutilized and um ian and peter talked about earlier about balancing the work um, and essentially it allows allowed them to spot the employees that were potentially at risk of burnout and actually take the action and activity uh, action to better balance the the work within the teams and ensure that everyone was getting a a positive work-life balance now, of course, the, the regular example that people will come back to, and again, the same with this client, they also saw a uh, significant uptick in regards to productivity um, and less unaccounted time. So more time being spent on essentially core applications, which for them as a business was really, really important. Obviously, when you lose that visibility, it really uh, was was enabled to give them that, that kind of sat-nav function within their business. So really, really critical. Very good. All, all three of those use cases are, are, are interesting. And I heard 12%, 22% and other numbers of, of productivity. And so one of the reasons I wanted to have you guys on, on the show today is because we have an upcoming event on October 12th at the Science Museum in London, which is a great venue. 
Uh, I got to go tour it the last time I was there. It's going to be a lot of fun to be there for a day. Um, we have uh, Capacity 2022, which is a new name for our annual annual conference or act, uh, Active Ops Conference. Uh, Capacity 22 will be a full day event in London. Our customers primarily are welcome. We also welcome others that, that want to learn more about our products and services. Uh, so with that in mind, the kind of the theme whether you whether we're in a recession or headed towards a recession, we certainly are in turbulent times economically with interest rates rising, with inflation rising and things like that. So uh, the, the theme of that really is around doing more with less. So with, with that kind of concept in mind, I'm just curious, uh, and we can start with, with uh, why don't we just start with Phil again, because you, you finished up the last segment. Um, you know, doing more with less, I mean, obviously, you talked about hybrid work, you talked about work from home, but you also talked about performance and, and, and gaining, uh, you know, people in, core, I think you said, core application time. So maybe tell us a little bit about more with less with WorkIQ. Yeah, certainly. So um, WorkIQ gives you that immediate intraday view of where and what individuals working on. So when we talk about capacity, Work IQ will will show you and give you an indication of where people are working. So whether that be from home or uh, kind of from a particular office and the location of that particular office. And when you're looking at capacity, it also enables you to think about doing more with less in regards to your office locations. So it will give you an immediate view. So for example, if you have a, a hundred seat office in Reading, and actually you're only seeing kind of 20 people regularly using that office, but your office in Manchester is fully utilised, that is some of the kind of information that will enable you to kind of pull the handle in regards to capacity around uh, maybe some property strategies that you're looking at. Obviously, from a capacity viewpoint, it also gives you a, uh, a clear view around how much time is being spent on core applications. Now, you as a company will have a view about where you want to set that bar, and again, you will be able to see the capacity of, of areas that may be beneath that and the opportunity to address that within uh, kind of within the teams. But the richness of the data that you get from WorkIQ is immense. So if you imagine that it will be looking at any application, uh, any uh, kind of particular web uh, kind of website that you may be on, immediately switching, even if you're using multiple screens, um, it, it gives you that, that really granular level but it's also rolled up nicely into some really neat reporting so managers can look at it and understand where they may need to take action. Excellent. That's a, that's a great example. And I hadn't thought about the, the real estate, but that's perfect. Uh, Peter, you want to go next with uh, do more with less with uh, with what was those unique workers in Casework IQ? Yeah, sure. And, you know, I think... Um, you know, to kind of echoes Phil, Phil's point, you know, the, the, there's a lot to do with have, having control within um, the environment. And if we look at case working as a whole, we, we know there's kind of two parts to it primarily. You need to identify what needs doing and then you need to get it done. And in, in the world of kind of case working, the, the, the first part of that equation, uh, especially you know, I mentioned FinCrime earlier, um, you know, they've got some very sophisticated tools in terms of surveillance, uh, monitoring, um, and then even down to the kind of some of the case management systems that are out there. They're very, very effective, but they only really focus on the work side of things um, and don't necessarily tie in as well with, with the kind of full picture, which includes the resource, the people that need to get it done. And that's where Casework IQ supports. I mentioned earlier about 
you know, how much effort's required? That's a very tricky question. You ask a lot of people in that case working world today, they'll say, well, how long's a piece of string? And what we try and do is, is, is effectively provide them um, with the tools um, within the uh, technology to be able to identify, you know, um, you know, how much effort's required, when it's required, and what type of effort, so that they can stabilize that environment. And that control then provides them with the uh, ability to, to make strategic decisions and have confidence in the execution of them further down the line. So I think, you know, in, in terms of the, uh, the the conference, it'd be great to see people there. Um, this is this is new technology. We've mentioned it before. Um, it's new to the market. So if you are if you are there, please please come and uh, have a chat. We, we can go through it together. Um, you know, get get hands on with it. Uh, those that have seen it so far, uh, kind of the early adopters, and, and those that had a first look all been you know really excited in terms of what it can provide um and, and hopefully you'll, you'll get a chance to to see it for yourself excellent excellent and, and ian i think you know when you talk about doing more with less that just it just reeks of forecasting and planning at least it seems like it would uh so how, do, how does control iq work into that kind of theme of of uh doing more with less yeah, I think, you know, as you, as you mentioned, one of the main aims of forecasting and planning is to identify opportunities to, to do more with the people that you've got and opportunities to better utilise uh, your teams and departments. Um, in addition to that, though, the, the fact that we've got standard kit and standard tools means that team leaders can spend less time on, on administration and more time actually you know, with their team, supporting them, mentoring them, making them the best they can be, rather than worrying about, you know, doing all this, this additional stuff that needs to be done. So, you know, from a team leader, they, they should be able to do more during the, the normal working week if they're using Control IQ. If I also think about other parts of the business, uh, process improvement teams can also tap into the rich data that has been Control IQ to see how long it actually takes people to, to complete a, a particular process. So the, the true effort required to complete or handle a, a mortgage or a claim or, or, or anything else. And the steps within that, that are you know, time sinks where people just having to do something over and over again, which can be a really rich source of data for process improvement teams. Um, the other element of the tool as well is we got, you know, good performance stats around individuals and their skills, which will then, you know, can be utilized by, by you know, knowledgeable team leaders about what we can do to actually improve performance. Um, and one of the things that we are working on at the moment, which is a kind of a, you know, something which we hope to release on the product roadmap is the ability to look at typical learning curves so that organizations can then start looking at the best way of training people which again will allow them to do more with less. Yeah, and you guys have all talked about uh, capacity and productivity improvements, and we heard, you know, kind of real estate choices, upskilling and things like that. Are there any other areas, and this is open to any of you to answer, when people get that capacity back, um, do you see the, that they apply that in, in different ways, whether it's a bank or an insurance company, or et cetera, that, that, where, what the, that value is just... It's not just on paper, but what do they do with that extra value that they get? Or any other examples around that? Well, well, I think we all, you know, all three products help organizations stay in control. And if you're in control, you significantly reduce sort of failure demand. So the, the unnecessary work 
that needs to be done just because you weren't quite good enough last week. So by staying on top of it, by managing properly, by giving people the right tools to carry out the, their, you know, the duties that they, they need to do, you can get things right first time, which just has a, a real improvement, of, uh, you know, knock on effect of just, you know, not only, you know, getting better results, but making work more fulfilling for those people who are completing it. Which is, yeah, I think, I think also Ian as well. Um, you know, seen directly with one of the customers, invest some of that time back into improving the process. And you know, one of the uh, the upgrades that Casework IQ provides as well is that kind of detailed view of each kind of touch point uh, that went into a, an activity. So having that lower level, that that granular level of data, um, has provided them with the opportunity to go and make those processes sharper more efficient which means the customer also gets the benefit back as well which makes them you know more competitive in the market Excellent. i think that that ability to to almost see the the one best way you know be it through casework be it through some of the the kind of the process or outcome reporting in control iq just gives people that okay well this is the benchmark of what people can do how can we get everybody doing that yeah Excellent. Excellent. And it's the same with work IQ as well by looking at the, the applications that people are using. So again, it's the, you know, how are people able to do more work in less time while well, they're, they're, they're doing something different and you know, it gives you that. So Phil, is there any comments on that? Yeah, so I think um, absolutely. So on the one best way thing, you can very much see with work IQ in terms of the route that people are taking or the path that people are taking to complete. Um, complete activity, particularly with things uh, kind of like the collector, which can auto capture data from uh, people's um, people's desktop applications. The other thing that I would say just in regards to capacity that WorkIQ would be able to show you is capacity within licenses. So, for example, if you if you have a number of licenses that you buy from a vendor to do with your mortgage management process, and actually you're paying for 50, but only using 20, then it will give you the insight to be able to uh, kind of reduce those. The other things that will give you is, is things like if you've just spent a lot on a particular credit engine, are people actually using that credit engine? And if if they're, if they're not, why not? Or if 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 they're not, then actually possibly it's not been as effective as, as you thought as a, as a rollout. So it'll give you lots of different insight around different capacity types. And ultimately, the, the pure capacity about whether the, there is capacity within teams, whether people are spending time on work, or whether they're spending time on, on non-core applications. And again, allows you as a leader within your business to, to pull, pull that lever. Yeah. Oh, very good examples. Thank you guys for, for entertaining that. So uh, the next bit, you know, I mentioned capacity 2022 uh, outside of the main venue, or I think it's upstairs or downstairs. One, one floor will be the main venue and the other floor will be where people can take refreshments and we'll, we'll set up product stands for each of these products. So it'll be a work IQ, control IQ and casework IQ stand. So this isn't a competition, but we'll be keeping score just in case. I uh, would like to, each of you to give just a short pitch about why somebody in attendance might want to stop by your booth and, and see something that they either haven't seen or maybe it's new features in Control IQ or what, whatever you choose to do it, but your, your, your short elevator pitch on why they should stop by and see you. So Ian, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. So yeah, come see me at the stand because we've got a whole load of new prototypes that we want to show you about new capability. We want to show you how we can make your life easier, simpler, and more in control so that you can actually get back to running your business rather than running your data. Excellent. All right, Phil, you want to, you want to top that off? 
So absolutely. So uh, definitely come and stop by the uh, Work IQ stand. We have some really interesting new features uh, which are just either going live or, or will be live. Things about uh, kind of location insight uh, around employee uh, kind of privacy, new updated uh, kind of reporting, um, and the opportunity for us to kind of give you a real demo and a real experience, let you steer, um, just so you can see how easy it is to use, um, and also the value that you'll ultimately get off the back of uh, off the back of using it. So please, uh, please stop by, and uh, I'll let Peter take another sip from his impossibly small cup before he answers. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your lead-in, Peter. <laughs> oh. When in Rome. Eh? So, um, look, I think both those uh, um, stands are definitely worth a visit. Um, but I mentioned at the start as well, um, you know, Casework IQ, it's a new product. So if you haven't seen it already, this is your first opportunity. People are excited about it. Um, and not only does it give you all that richness that the kind of control IQ world provides, it gives you more. So um, I would say, look, just, just come by. We'd love to show it to you, and especially, especially if that is the case working environment that that you uh, you're responsible for operating, um, or just interested in it, then uh, yeah, come give us a shout. And I might have popcorn as well. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you all, all three of you for joining us. And and I'm guessing if somebody wants to pick up a conversation with you, they can find you on LinkedIn, uh, or they can uh, touch base with their account manager, or just hit the Active Ops website and fill out a contact us form, and we'll put you in touch with with uh, any of the product managers. We're, pr we're proud of the products. We're also proud of the product managers that represent them. So thank you guys for being here. For everybody else, that's, uh, if you're not attending Capacity 22, uh, 2022, I should say, uh, please do uh, go to our website and look at our resource hub or look at the products section or solution section of our website, and you can read more about these products, and we can put you in touch with the product managers or a local solution consultant that can help you out. If you are attending Capacity 2022, we look forward to seeing you at the Science Museum on October 12th. We're, we're really looking forward to the venue and the, and the conversations that we, uh, we are teeing up to have with speakers and, and again, these three product managers. Uh, for everybody else, thank you for joining us today. We, we did enjoy the conversation. Hope you did too. You can check out other episodes of AO on Air on our AOTV channel, or you can find them on your favorite podcast channel. And we look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you very much. At ActiveOps, we call it Management Process Automation, or MPA. MPA helps managers make better decisions by providing a consistent, easy-to-understand view of capacity and productivity. MPA does the hard work of consolidating information, forecasting and planning, and even gives you visibility of skills and capabilities across your enterprise. Your managers can make decisions based on a complete picture of their operations and then get back to leading. As work progresses, MPA helps managers spot problems early and deal with them proactively, celebrate successes properly, and match resource to workload in real time. By making managers more effective, MPA reduces operational costs. Best of all, the right MPA tools make it possible to deliver all these benefits across global enterprises with thousands of employees. Solutions like Workwear Plus from ActiveOps. Workwear Plus builds on our 20 years of experience supporting service operations to give you a 360-degree view of your operations, helping you turn operations management from a guessing game into a game-changing source of efficiency and value. Employees are empowered to manage their days and weeks, feeling accomplished, confident and able to balance work and personal life. 
Wherever your organisation or customers live and work, ActiveOps is ready to help you deliver world-class service and employee engagement to help your company thrive. ActiveOps. See further. Know more. Move faster.